Good evening and welcome to Point of View. I'm Chris Berg. Thanks so much for joining us. Coming up later in the show, we've got some very, very exciting news. I think it's great news, not just for our community, not just for our state, but really for our entire nation. And what I'm talking about is a big egg event that is going to happen in mid-September. It's going to bring back a little bit of normalcy to our lives. So we'll talk about that uh, later in the show. As you know, most of this week we've been talking about what's it look like to put our kids back in school and most importantly how do we do it so that everyone stays safe and sound well earlier today we did a facebook live it was on facebook and twitter but a fantastic sort of education roundtable uh, with the superintendent from williston uh, school district number one also the superintendent from hebron schools and the principal from hebron schools just to look at how can you lay out plans because i think one of the great things about north dakota is that you know every district's got different sizes and, and ways they want to go by doing things and I think the governor and the, the superintendent, Kirsten Baser, have done a great job of putting that control back into the hands of the local people. So we sat down and said, OK, what things are important to you and how do we get our kiddos and really everybody back into the schools safe and sound? So here's some of our conversation from earlier today. But I'm curious, as you got the guidelines from the governor and superintendent Baszler um, yesterday, uh, one, what's your initial reaction to that? And two, what I really want to know from all of you is you can see the intensity around this conversation. I mean, on the North Dakota Department of Health Facebook page, they had 254,000 views of a press conference. So as you think about putting your kiddos back into school safe and sound, what's keeping you up at night? And Dr. Fake, again, we'll start with you, sir. Uh, everything's keeping me up at night. <laughs> uh, I've been thinking about and researching the new normal most of the summer. Uh, these are absolutely unprecedented times for anybody who's in education, anybody with a parent who sends their kids to school. Uh, one of the things that we're really trying to do is we're trying to uh, research what other districts are doing, what other states are doing. I, I've uh, completed four uh, national cohorts through the American Association of School Administrators since 2013. And I'm a part of another group called NSERT, the National Center for Education, Research and Technology. Uh, I've been listening to new normal conversations most of the summer, and in fact, dating all the way back to March. And just what do we need to do? I mean, what are some things that we need to be mindful of? I'm also listening very closely to the to the medical field and what suggestions that they have and recommendations in order to start school safely. Uh, one thing that we're seeing right now in our state is the trend of uh, COVID cases. That trend is not going down, it's going up. And that's something that we're watching daily. And one thing that COVID really taught us to do, it taught us how to adjust and adapt accordingly and very quickly. And I, th I mean, those are very important life skills that we can teach anybody. Uh, something else that we're doing on the other side of things is we saw the pros and cons of distance learning. I've been researching all summer. My, my team has been researching all summer what some effective and best practice methodologies are to improve student engagement in a distance learning environment. So we've been working uh, very hard. I had meetings all morning after the governor's and, uh, and Superintendent Baszler's presentation. And we've been meeting and going through the, uh, the plan about what our health and safe, our return to school would look like. And we're also tweaking and upgrading our distance learning plan. So this is, uh, this is just a day in the life of Williston North Dakota. <laughs> yeah, and I want to get into some of those conversations and the distance learning in a moment, but uh, Superintendent Chap, we'll go with you right now as well. I mean, again, I, I just, I feel for you guys because I'm assuming there's a lot of pressure where you've got the teachers, administrators, parents, kids. What, what's keeping you awake at night? Um, well, the biggest thing is, is we finally have a little bit of guidance from the governor and Department of Public Instruction and Superintendent Baszler. So now we can take, uh, and I'm very grateful that they allowed us to have a local control for our school district, because our school district is way different from Wilson School District, our Fargo School District. You know, we have 150 kids K through 12. 
So now we can take that plan and, and make it specific, following those guidelines from the Department of Health. We can make our you know our health and safety plan tailored to our school. So I'm really appreciative of the governor allowing that local control. That's a big thing. And, and Mrs. Haas and I have been working diligently here to come up with and, and tailor our plan to meet our school and our you know nobody knows our kids better than us and uh, our community and everybody else. And um, so we're just happy now to finally have some uh, you know what it's going to look like. Uh, no one, no one was sure. No one was sure what was going to happen. Was it going to be a cookie cutter plan that everybody had to follow? Does everybody have to wear masks? We had so many questions, so many things up in the air, and now to finally have some answers, we can go to work here and and put it together and get ready for the school year. Because yeah, in a small town, wherever you go, you get asked questions. <laughs> you know, when school, you know, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? And and when you can't give them any definite answers, um, it's pretty difficult. Now we can give them some definite answers and. Um, of course, our plan's probably going to look different from from Dr. Thake's plan up in Williston, but um, that's the great thing about it. And I'm very, we're very appreciative that they gave that local control to schools. Yeah, and thanks for saying that because you know one of the things um, here in Fargo, since we border Minnesota, one of the things that many people in Minnesota are struggling with is you can't treat you know Roseau County up in up in the border the same as you do you know the Twin Cities, and that's right now is what's happening. So I'm glad for you to mention that. What I'm really curious, and thanks for having both. Jennifer, you and Myron on because Myron as a superintendent and Jennifer, you as the principal. I'm curious, how do you two work together? I mean, Myron, do you lay out the plan and then Jennifer, do you execute it or what's the uh, the simpatico relationship here? <laughs> well, we, we've got a great working relationship. And so we sit down and we do the plan together. And, um, you know, no one knows our students better than us two and our staff and, 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 and you know, our school board and everybody else. But, you know, we sit down and we work on that together. And uh, we've already done that already and started on that. And we already had something together before the governor, um, you know, spoke yesterday. And um, so we're, we're pretty much ready to go. We just got to finalize that plan and and um, visit with our, our school board about it and, you know, get approval and and um, and we'll be ready to go. Of course, our center, our distance learning plan, you know, we're going to have to tweak that a little bit. And um, because it's going to be a fluid situation as soon as school starts, because who knows what's going to happen? Who knows what's going to happen in your school with cases or in each town? Every school is going to be different. So we're going to have to just plan for every possible scenario. And there may be some scenarios that come up that we hadn't planned for, but we're going to try to do the best we can to cover all our bases. And Jennifer, for you, sort of what do you see as your plan to, uh, or your strategy to execute? Um, like Myron said, we work very well together and we've been working on our plan for a couple of weeks here um, and waiting for the word from the governor, which we got yesterday. But the thing that keeps me up at night, back to your original question, is actually the kids themselves. I mean, they I see them outside of school because I live here. We live here, Mr. Schaff and I. And just last night I had a little a teenage young man come to me. We were having a teen swim night. And he said to me, Mrs. Hossman, are we having distance learning again next year? And I said, no, it looks like we're going to be able to start out the school year coming back. And what he said to me hit me like a ton of bricks. And that was, oh, I'm so relieved because if we were going to do distance learning, then I was just going to go get my GED. And I thought to myself, oh, my goodness, these kids, you know, we're, the adults are all worrying and talking about it and making comments and such. And, and I know that needs to happen. I mean, we all have our own opinions. But the kids, too, you know, in our particular situation, I don't think too many people love distance learning. Um, there were a couple, sure, but a lot of kids struggled and a lot of parents struggled because, as mentioned earlier, things had to change in a matter of a few days. And we made those changes and made them successfully here in Hebron. But the kids, um, they want to be back in school as well. And I think if we use our common sense, 
um, and stay home when we're not feeling well, myself included. I'm, I'm guilty of, come on, work through it. You're fine. You're fine. But if we can kind of use our common sense and, and keep our kids home and ourselves home when we're not feeling well, I think we can kind of keep this coronavirus out of our building and, and continue doing what's best. And research shows that the number one factor that affects the kids in the classroom is the live classroom teacher. So um, like Mr. Schaff was saying before, in our situation, if we can keep our specific school um, corona free, then fantastic. Thank goodness we're allowed to make those decisions for the plan that's going to be best for our school. Same for Dr. Fake and, you know, and Fargo is very different. We understand that they're in a different situation and their administrators have to make decisions for their community. So the thing that keeps me up at night is the kids. So let me ask you this, because there was interesting um, interview done on NBC News and they had a bunch of pediatric doctors on and they asked him, hey, do you feel comfortable sending your kids back to school? So I'll pose the same question to each of you. Jennifer, we'll start with you and just go around. But if I don't know if you have kids or not in, in the school system, but if you did, would you feel comfortable sending them back to school? Absolutely. My son, um, he's going to be a sophomore. He asked me the same question. Mom, are we going to have distance learning? No. He said, well, that's good because I'm taking the year off if we're doing distance learning. <laughs> so that was a no-go. They're happy to be back. Uh, my daughter was a, a um, a senior here last year. And so she graduated, thankfully, um, we were able to have that ceremony and those sorts of things, but she's going off to NDSU and that's a whole different, um, subject. You know, yeah. she's going to be required to wear a mask in her classes and she's none too happy about that, but, but she's, that's also a different situation that they're in. So, um, absolutely. I'm comfortable with my son coming back to school. Um, we will monitor our situation closely. We have every th possible scenario that we can think of, um, thought of, of course, like Mr. Schaff said, there might be something we haven't thought of, but we're flexible and we'll react and we will follow the guidelines as they've been laid out for us and try to keep our school as safe as possible so we can continue to operate. Dr. Thake, how about you? You feel comfortable sending kids back to school? Uh, one thing that's in our plan is the key word is choice. Uh, we need to make sure our parents have a choice. Uh, we sent out a survey question to our staff and to our parents. And the question was, if there's no vaccine for COVID by the beginning of the fall, what would you most likely do? Uh, we had about half of our half of our parents said they would send students to school with or without distance learning. But we had about 19% of our parents. This is like uh, over 1,311 respondents. And 249 of our parents said they would prefer to remain in a distance learning environment for the safety of their kids. Uh, we asked the same question of our staff. We had over 310 staff members uh, participate in the survey, and the staff members also said with or without distance learning was the most frequent answer. I mean, I'm with or without social distancing. Thank you so much to the superintendent from Williston Schools, Dr. Jeffrey Fake, also the superintendent from Hebron Schools, Myron Schaff, and Jennifer Hospin, the principal at Hebron Schools. Fantastic conversation. Again, that was just kind of a taste of it. If you want to see all of it, get more information from them. Uh, just go to our Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash POV now. Tomorrow night, we're going to talk Minnesota K-12 through education with a very special guest. We'll tell you, we'll tell you more about that at the end of tonight's show. And please stay with us because coming up next, we're going to share with you what I believe to be some just fantastic news to get back to some normalcy in our lives. Big Egg event is going to be happening in September. We'll tell you which one and when coming up right after this. As always, please share your point of view with us. Very easy to do. You can email us, text us, leave us a voicemail. We'll be right back.